0: Okay, we're up to the Ayin, Amit, Be'ez. We're up to Tanan Ha'asam, which is six lines from the bottom. So Tanan Ha'asam, there's a Mishnah in Erechem. The Mishnah says, Originally, Originally, a person who bought a house would hide on the last day of the first year of the purchase. Meaning, this is referring to, the Apostle says that if you sell a house in a city that's been walled since the times of Yeshua, so if I sell you a house in such a city, I have 12 months to buy it back, and you have to give it to me if I choose to buy it back. But if I don't buy it back within 12 months, it's yours forever. It doesn't go back to me by yoyo. So on the 12th, the last day of the 12th month, when I could potentially buy it back, a lot of the buyers would, would hide from the sellers because I could buy it back. I'm the seller. I want to buy it back. The buyers would hide. Kedei she'ichalotla. So that the purchase would be his forever. So, and we'll see what this has, what this has to get in in a moment. So, and so Hillel instituted is that if I the buy, if I the seller, I want to buy the house back, but I show up at your house, I show up and uh, you know you're nowhere know to be found. So the halacha is is I could put the money in a designated area against your will. I would leave the money there and I could break the door and take the house back, meaning I can give it to you, even if you're not around, I could force you to receive the money, there was a designated chamber I'd put the money in the chamber, I don't know who designated, this between the two of them, it was designated I'd put the money in the chamber and i come and break the door down and you, the one who bought the house you want the money back? You have a vitals, take the money when you want but I'm, I'm buying it back, I, the seller I'm buying it back and you see, Nesina Shalay Bafanov, that a Nesina, against the will, that I'm paying against the will, I'm giving it against the will. And again, we're not in your presence, that works. Rava, Ravah Rav says, You could deduce from Hillel's enactment the fact that it was necessary, you could deduce the following halacha. If a person says, If a man told his wife, This is your get, on condition that you give me $200. And she gave him the money. It's only divorce if she gives it with her. If she gives it willingly. Al but she gave it against his will. in migrashis. Meaning, the guy says we're divorcing. she Give me two hundred dollars. She can't just throw the two hundred dollars against his will. He has to receive it. Why? The fact that hill found it necessary to enact the 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 fact that hill instituted that by buying a house back, he instituted that that paying against the will of the person is acceptable in that circumstance. You could deduce from this. The very fact that Hill had to institute that you could pay the guy the money by the house of by the halacha of the house, that you could pay Baalkarhoy the fact that he had to institute that that's acceptable in that case teaches you that in general So if the wife wants to give the $200 to trigger the divorce, it has to be Bal is not going to be acceptable because the fact that Hillel had to institute that uh, the case of the house in the scene of Balkar implies that in other cases Loishmanasina it is not considered an acceptable form of a transaction. Maasur Av, Pa'ap, Pa'vitim Papa says, What are you talking about? How do you, that's not a good right at all. What's the ra'at? Right? The fact that Hill had to institute that you could pay against the person's will implies that by other cases like in paying against the will doesn't work is over there, it's not just against the will. It's also shaloi b'fanov. You're paying and he's not present. It could be Hill will need to institute nesina b'alkarcha shaloi But befanov to hand it to the person, maybe whether it's b'alkarcha or not. So in the case of paying the money towards the get, if she throws $200 at him and he grabs the money, even if he doesn't want it, whatever, you force him to take it, then it is a good nesina. I, why did Hill have to institute in the case... Of, uh, in the case of the buying the house, the answer is because over there was Shaloi Shaloi you need an institution. But it's considered in the whether it's b- uh, the or Ba'akarcha. Okay, so it's a rejection of that proof. The have a different version of the Gemara. Amar Rabbi Mittachnase Shalhelo. Rabbi said from the Taekwondo of Hillel, Hareza from the Taekwondo of Hillel, you could deduce that if someone says his wife, this is your get. I'm going to ask you to me, Ms. Susan, could she give me $200? And she gave it to him, baby. doesn't matter how she gives it, it's it's a good Nesina. Why? The very fact that Hill had to institute it implies that it's Dafka Shaloi Bafon if you need an institution. But Bifanav, it's considered a good Nesina, whether it's Barat or the Bal-Karcha. So, what was a rejection before, according to this academy, is the proof. And the Gemara rejects it. The Gemara says, No, Master, in Perhaps, no. Perhaps Hill's institution is to tell you that Nesina Balcarcha is generally not good. So, why did Hill have to institute it Shaloy Bifanav? The answer is Hill might disakutakone. Because that was necessary in Hill's situation. He had to institute Shaloy Bifanav, but it could be. Hillel was really telling you that in general Nesina Bal is not good, whether it's Befana, whether Shalai Befana, and it's Davka. Under such a circumstance that Hillel said it's good, but in other cases like the case of Ked, it's not good, whether it's Befana Shalai Befana. So it's a rejection. It's just, it's the reverse of the first echadami. Okay. I'm Rabbi Echad. I'm Rabbi Whenever Rishgam Leo taught a ruling in our Mishnah, in general Mishnah is Halacha Kamaisin. Halacha follows him me arev, the case of an arev, which is not for now. B'tzidon, B'tzidon is our Mishnah, because that uh, if a person can't return the, the actual coat, so Rav Gamliel says, just give the money for the coat, and he says, Maisa, B'tzidon, that's the one kind, this is one of the three cases of Riyach or one of the three cases that we do not pass on in Rav Gamliel, we pass on in like the Chacham. Okay? Tan Someone says, He says, This is your get, but the paper is mine. I'm giving you the get, but I want the paper back. So maybe you could have the ink. So is It's not a good divorce. Because you're not actually giving her the get. Allah is, you have to give her the get over here. You're just giving her the paper. You're giving her the ink, but not the paper. So you're not giving her anything. So you can't give her the get if she doesn't get to keep it. Okay? But if you say, Here's the get on condition you return it to me. Migureshes, it's divorced. Now the question is why? Meishna Reisha Meisha Seifa. Let me explain the Kasha. The Gemara is assuming in the Seifa, we had in yesterday a machloikis between Rabb Hun and Rabbi Yehuda, which is really a machloikis rabbi and Rabbon. When I say a stipulation needs to be met, when the stipulation is met, does that mean that the divorce takes place retroactive or from then on? The Gemara assumes that we're following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that it goes from then on. So when a man says to his wife, Work a divorce on condition, you give me back the paper. When, he gives, when she gives him back the paper, then they're divorced. The problem is, so why does it work? At right? the beginning of the Reza uh, said that if he wants to retain the paper, no good, because he's not giving her the divorce document. But the end of the Reza is, here's your divorce on condition that you give me back the paper. So when does the divorce, divorce take place at to Yehuda, when the paper is given back to the man? So how can she be divorced? That's when the divorce takes place. She doesn't have the get anymore. If it's retroactive, so fine. So the divorce, when she gives back the paper, it's retroactive from when she receives it. Fine. But if you're telling me that if the Gemara assumes that we follow Rabbi Yehuda, that the divorce takes place from the nishas, from the filling of the tenai, so the divorce takes place when she returns the get to him, at that point, she doesn't have the get anymore. So why is it a good divorce? So what's the difference? So Hamani the difference? The gemara, so basically, so the basically wants to figure out what's the difference between the ratio and the safe. In both cases, you're not actually she's not actually retaining the get. In the first case, she has to return the paper, she gets to keep the ink, which is meaningless. In the second case, she has to return the paper. So why in the first case is it a good get, in the second case not? Why in the first case it's not a good get, in the second case it is? What's the difference? So the Gemara says, Hamani, who is the author of that tana? Rashim Ramlil, Tamar Titan the Rosh Hashem says that you don't have to return the coat, you could just give the value. So it's over here. The reason why it's a good get in the second case is because you see, a to Rosh Hashem you don't actually have to fulfill the tonight exactly the way it is, right? You said coat, you can get the value. So what's the end of the braisa? The end of the braisa is that he says we're divorced on condition you give me back the paper. So the truth is, she could probably pay her way out. So, Rishim Leel, you see, according to there's more expanding, that it doesn't have to be exactly as the stipulation is said. There's more wiggle room. So, the Gemara says, perhaps the reason why it's a good get, the same way Rishim is cool with giving a value of a code instead of the codes, maybe he'd be cool if you don't actually give back the divorce document, you just give a, give him a check. The Gemara says, Wait a minute. Rishim Leel is only, you're right, he does expand the Tanai a little bit. But that's because you can't give the code, because the code is lost. Over here, the divorce takes place when the document is returned. So what are you saying? The reason why it's a good get is because she doesn't actually return the document. She'll just pay her way out. The same Roshim Leal is cool with giving the value for the code instead of the code. So over here, she'll give the value of a document instead of the document itself. But over here, the document's around. Roshim Liel is only cool with giving a substitute when the original option is untenable. The code is lost, so you give the value of the code. Over here, the document's around. The husband wants the document, so why would Rishonim be cool with giving, uh, just paying her way up? It doesn't make sense. It's not what he was talking about. El Omer Abaya, so Abaya says, "You know what, Hamani? Who is the author of the Brisa, Reb Meir? He, the tonight, the tonight." The answer is like this: We had a question, which is, what's the difference between the ration and the safe? In both cases, she's not actually retaining the get. Why? Because in the safe up. He divorced her on condition, she gives back the paper. So why is it a good get? The answer is the reason why it's a good get is because the condition wasn't good. Right? He said, we're getting divorced, on condition, give me back the paper. So he said, when he give back the paper, they divorced. But at that point, she doesn't have the document anymore. The answer is, that stipulation was flawed. It was due to technicalities, That's not a good stipulation. So when he said, we're divorced, on condition, giving back the paper, the condition falls off, and it's just, we're divorced. Why is the condition not good? So this follows our mayor's opinion that you hold that for it to be a proper stipulation, you need what's called the Tanai Kafel, which means the Tanai Kafel, it's learned out from Bnei Goda Bnei Reuven that when the Bnei Gada Bnei Reuven wanted to stay outside of Israel, Moshe Rabbeinu made a deal with them. And Moshe Rabbeinu said, if you help us conquer Israel, then you get the land, and if you don't, then you won't. That's called the Tanai Kafel, which is you say the the stipulation and the inverse, right? If you do this, I'll give you $100. And if you don't, I won't give you $100. That's called the Tanai Kavl. Rameer holds that every Tanai, for it to be legit, you have to have a Tanai Kavl. The reason why the divorce is a good divorce in the case of the Mishnah is because what did you say? You said, here's the divorce on condition, you give me the paper. That's not a good Tanai according to Rameer. Why? according to Rameer, this is what you have to say. We're divorced on condition, you give me the paper. And if you don't give me the paper, we're not divorced. That's called the Tanai Kavl. But he didn't end up saying the Tanai Kafl, he just said half of the Tanai. So because of that, due to technicalities, the Tanai is not a good Tanai, it falls off, so it's just a good divorce. Okay, so the reason why it's not good is because you lack the Tanai Kafl. The Gemara says, The implication is, the reason why it's not a good Tanai is because you didn't double it, you didn't do the Tanai Kafl. Mechti. Called Tanai Mehechak Where is the source of all conditions? Learned out from the laws of all conditions is Tanai B'Gad B'Nei It's from the condition Moshe Rame made with the B'Nei Gad B'Nei So the question is, why are you focusing? Right? You're saying the reason why it's not a good Tanai in this case is because you didn't double up the Tanai. You didn't go Tanai Kafel. Forget about that. Ma Tanai kaidun L'Maisa. I've called Tanai kaidun L'Maisa. Lafuki Hachad m'aisa kaidun Tanai. The Gemara says, forget about that. I have another reason why it's a problem. You're so focused on the fact that you didn't double it up, right? You said we're divorced on condition give me the paper, and you didn't say, and if you don't give me the paper, we're not divorced. Forget about that. I have another reason why the tonight is not a good tonight. Generally, the tonight has to be Kaidem Lamaisa. You have to say a tonight kaitlumisa, which is, you know, if you do this, then. Right? Over here, what did he say? He says, here is your get if. That's never, the if has to be in the beginning, right? For a Tanai to be learnt after me, God, it has to be. It should, so meaning, the, the reason why the Gemara is saying is that the reason why it's not a good tonight, forget about the tonight kuffle. I have another reason. It's not, the syntax is not appropriate. What's the Lashon and the Mishnah? Here is your get on condition you give me $200. That's not, that's not the proper w- Lashon. This is what the proper Lashon should be. If you give me $200, then we're divorced. And if you don't, don't. So why are you focusing? And the Gemara is saying, I have two reasons. Why it's not a good tonight. So, why are you focusing on the fact that it's not a tonight call? It's also my second tonight. So, the Gemara says, well, Marava, we should have my tonight. The Gemara says, okay, it's a good point. You're right. It's a second reason why it's a problem. The Gemara says, wait a minute, I have a third reason. Mask, if we're about the Marava, time the my second tonight, hot tonight, couldn't I still have a gita, a mihti? Call tonight, make a Gamarina law, make a Gobney Ruve, my house tonight, the record, my sister, record, I've called. Next page. I have another reason why it's not a good tonight. You said tonight Kaful, but what about the tonight maisa? good. I have a third reason why it's not a good tonight. What's the third reason? The tonight from B'nai Garabina Ruben, they're they're always about different things, right? You have the tonight and the Maisa. They're not about the same subject, right? What was the Maisa? Bene Garbina Ruvan wanted land. What was the Tonight? They had to battle. Battle and land are not the same. Over here, the tonight and the ma'isa are both concerning the get itself. The condition involves the get, and then the get, and, the, and then the ma'isa, right? The ma'isa is the get be, taking effect, and the condition is, um, if you give it to a then the then the get takes effect. The condition involves the get itself. Right? Over there, the condition was battle, and then the reward is you get land. Over here, the condition is, Yes, interesting. It's a very interesting logic. Rashi says, Yeah, I'm sorry. Over here, what's the case? It's not the $200, right? It's worth the voice if you give me, back the, give me back the get. So what's the the, 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 the the subject of both is, if you give me back the get, so the subject is get, then the get will take effect. Get. You can't have the tenai and the maisa in the same subject. It has to be different subjects. The Gemara says, You know what? You're right. So, that's three reasons why it wasn't a good Tanai, and that's why it's a good get, because all the and fall off. Ravashi, Ravashi says, I have a much simpler answer to all these questions. Ravashi is a much simpler answer. What was the problem that we started this entire discussion? The Bryce has two cases. The b'risa says, if a guy says to a girl, here's your divorce on condition that I retain the paper and you just get the ink. We said, no good, because you have to actually give her the get. But then the b'risa says, if we're divorced on condition, you return the paper to me, that does work. The question is why? When does the get take place? Not retroactive. It takes place, the Gemara assumes like Rebbe Huda. That when it takes place from the moment the get is returned to the husband, at that point, she's already she doesn't have the get anymore, so why does it take effect? So we had three answers about the the reason why is due to technicality that tonight wasn't good, so you don't have to return the get. Ravashi says it's very simple, it follows Rebbe. Who says that whenever you fulfill a condition, it goes back retroactively? So the reason why it works is because when you said, when he said to her, "Work divorced on condition you return the get to me," when he returns, when she returns the get to him, then she's divorced retroactively from the time that she received it. That's why it works. It's, it's, a, it's a very simple answer. The problem was based on the assumption that the get takes effect when she gives it back to the husband. At that point, she doesn't have the get anymore. The answer is no. It's retroactive. And she had it retroactively for when she received it. So it was a good get. I don't care if she gives it later on. It doesn't matter. Okay. Now, we said before that according to Rameyr, for any time a tonight to be legit, it has to be a tonight kafel, which is that you have to say, if you do this, then that. And if not, then not. So the Gemara says, There was a person who was seriously ill who wanted to give his wife a get on condition that he might die. So this is how Rav Shmuel instituted, because you have to have a Tanai Kafu. You can't just say if I die then, you have to say, and if I don't, don't. So this is what he said. If I don't die, then it's not a get. And if I die it is a get. So if I don't die it's not a get, and if I die it is a get. Here's the problem though. Whenever a Tanai is said, you always have to say the positive before the negative, right? You always have to say, if you give me $200, then this, and if not, not. So it should be, if I die, then it's a get. The positive the action, not positive isn't a good outcome, but if I die, then. And if not, it's always the positive before the negative. Over here, he said, if I don't die, then it's not again. And if I die, then it is again. It should say, if I die, then it's again. And if not, not. Why are you starting with the not? You should always start with the if. So why do you go with that order? The answer is, it's for ayanara purposes. It's like, you don't want to start a conversation by saying, if I die. You start it by saying, if I don't die. I'm not divorced, and if I die, then I am divorced. The Gemara says, le, le, me, le, ye, get in lo, ma, Wait a minute. So the Gemara just says, "Fine." So why? So what, what's the lashon? If I don't die, then it's not a get. Why don't you say um, it's not a get if I don't die? The answer is, but tonight, nice we had this before. You always have to. The condition has to be before the act. So you can't just. You can't say it's not a get if I don't die, because it have to say the if has to start for so. If I don't die, then it's not a get the All conditions are learned out from the children of B'nai Gabbinai The problem is, due to a technicality, this is an issue. What's the Lashon of the Tanai? Because of our Tiftah pair reasons, he has to say, if I don't die, then it's not a get. And if I die, then it is a get. The problem is, in the laws of conditions, you have to say um, that if the positive first, not the negative, meaning, over here there's a positive act, which is if I die, that's the action, then it's a get, so it's positive, then the get takes effect, and if not, not. That's how you have to start it, that's the rules of Tanayi. I understand it's an achteh issue, but the rules of Tanayim are, the positive has to be before the negative. So the Gemara says, you have to say it three times. You start with the negative, but that's meaningless. Then you say the positive and then the negative. So you start off with negative purely to avoid issues because you don't want to start a conversation by saying if you die. But then you have to say if you die and then you say if you don't die. In You start off by saying if I don't die, then it's not a get. Purely Purely to avoid issues. Then you say And then you say the proper tonight, which is if I die, then it's again, and if I don't die, then it's not again. Okay, fine. Mishnah. A husband tells his wife, I raise a this is your get, on condition that you take care of my father. You become his nurse, you take care of my father. So the question is, how long does she have to do that to fulfill the action? He never stipulated a time. Or on condition you nurse my son. How long does she have to nurse the child for? Because he never stipulated a time. So stay of two years. That's the standard amount. Is two years. Rav Yudah Asachaydish. says eighteen months. It's two years eighteen months. Okay. Says the Mishnah: If the son died before the two years go or up, Or if the father died, I raise a get. It's a valid get. Um. I guess the Chazban is. Um, you never stipulated a time. You did it as long as possible. If the son dies two weeks later, okay, not your fault. So if the son or the father died, it's a get. Then the Mishnah continues. Harei This is your get. sabash On condition that you serve my father for two years, You stipulated the time. Aminash ha'taniki is On condition that you nurse my son for two years, and then meis ha And then the son died. where the father said, Sholei b'akpada. Or if the father said, I don't want you to serve me, not out of anger, because not like she provoked him. Stop. He says, I don't need it anymore. Ain't no get. It's not a valid get, because you did not fulfill the stipulation. Roshemuliel <laughs> says it is. Similar to the Tanakhama. Klal <laughs> am Roshemuliel. Roshemuliel says this is the rule. If any ikuv, um, anything stopping the stipulation, was not caused by the wife, so it's not, you know, the kid died, it's not her fault. Anytime it's not her fault, I raise a get, it is a get. Okay, fine. What's interesting is the uh, the Tanakama, in the first case where you said you didn't stipulate a time and then the child dies within two years, we said it's a get. But then it says if you stipulate a time and then the child dies, it's not a get. So what's interesting is that whether the, the, the son dies, whether it's a get or not, because he can't fulfill it, it just depends on how much time you stipulated. So we'll analyze that in the Gemara. Now we said that you need to, to nurse the baby if you didn't stipulate a time, it's two years, so according to Rehut, it's 18 months. Umibin and Kuli you actually need to do it for two years. Or many, I have a contradiction. The Braises says, if she served the father for one day, or any nikasi or if she nursed the baby for one day, her is a get, it's a get, you don't need two years. One day is enough. So which one is it? so chizda, so and so the Gemara answers whether you need a full two years or one day is going to be the Machlokas of Rabban or That has to do with the Machlokas that we had uh, yesterday about a coat. Right, he said on condition you're turning the coat but then the coat's not around so the Rabban feel that no good and Roshim says just give the money. What does that have to do with our discussion? Masnisa and rishon leil. Our Mishnah, which says two years, follows Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because Rosh Hashanah says you can give the money instead of the coat, which means people are more money-hungry. So when he says, nurse my baby or take care of my father, he wants as much value as possible. See, Rosh Hashanah is more into value. That's the money as opposed to the coat. See, he was into values, then two years as opposed to one day. Brysa the Brysa who says one day, that follows the Rabbana, not as money-hungry. The Gemara says, wait a minute, so... So you're saying that the beginning of our Mishnah is Rosh Here's the problem: the end of the Mishnah brings down Rosh opinion, which implies that the beginning is not. the savor have it? The The lashon of the Mishnah does not imply that it's Rosh in the beginning, because it says his opinion in the end. So you're right. Reverse it. Bryce He make up tonight. The answer is no, no, no. Roshim Amlil's opinion is that if you can't return the coaches, give the money. You see that, forget about the money-hungry element, you also see that Roshim Leo is more forgiving when it comes to Tanai. I'm like, don't worry about it, just give the money. Makel, Makel, he's more Meiko. See, he is the author of the Bryce that just, that holds you only need one day. Because he's more Makel. Okay, two years, one day is enough. The Rabbanon, who are very sticklers for fulfilling the Tanai, they're the ones who say two years dafka. Okay. Rav Omar, Rav says, loikasher. Rav says, I have another answer. What's the answer? Again, the Mishnah says two years, but the Bresha says one day. So he says, like, Kasha. Kan Kan The answer is, did you stipulate it? If you do not stipulate an amount, that's two years. If you stipulate it, then it's one day. If you stipulate it for one day, it's one day. So the Bryce and the Mishnah are talking about the same case. Ravashi, no, I disagree. Kol Stam Ravashi says, no, no, no. I think even if you don't stipulate, everything's just one day. Okay. So the problem. So Rashi holds there's no difference between stipulation and stam. It's always, it's always um, one day. So you're gonna to have to figure out how or, why our Mishnah says two years according to Rashi when it's really one day. The Gemara is gonna ask that in a second. Our Mishnah says two years, and according to review the eighteen months. According to Rav, it's understandable because he says if you're not mefarish, stam is two years. According to Ravashi, if you don't stipulate an amount of time, it's always one day. So why is it two years? It should be one day. So the Gemara says, "Hachi Gamar." When the Mishnah says two years, it doesn't mean you have to nurse the baby for two years. It means you have the first two years of the baby's life to nurse. You can't nurse a baby that's five years old. It's too late. So when the, the Mishnah says two years, it doesn't mean you have to nurse for two years. It means you have the first two years nurse the baby for one day if you don't do it for one day then it's too late so the Mishnah says two years it doesn't mean you have to nurse for two years it means you have one, two years as an opening to, to nurse one day we'll end with this uh, another Kasher Ravashi. the Mishnah says the end of the Mishnah again the start of the Mishnah is that if the baby died right. the, the start of the Mishnah is that if the baby died, it's a get. But if you stipulated two years, then it's not a get. So the simple way of reading the Mishnah is the beginning of the Mishnah is where you didn't stipulate. So you try to do two years, but if the baby died, no. Okay. But the second part of the Mishnah, which is you actually stipulated two years, no good. The problem is, according to Ravashi, the entire Mishnah is talking about the same thing, which is, it's always one day. Right? And when it says two years, it just means you have two years to fulfill one day so what exactly is the difference if they're both talking about the same thing one day then why in the beginning of the mishnah when the son dies the baby dies is it again and the end of the Mishnah is not again according to rava there's a difference between stam and mefarish, meaning meaning there's a difference look at the gemara in a get, right? if you said that on I, I condition you nurse the baby for two years and then the baby dies it's not a get according to Rava, who understands the beginning part of the Mishnah where if you don't specify it you have to do it for two years the beginning of the Mishnah so they're both talking about two years but the beginning of the Mishnah you didn't specify so okay if the baby died, no, no, you tried your best the end of the Mishnah we specify two years. Oh, so then if the baby dies, no good. Save it departs. El but according to Ravashi, Myshna, Resha, should Seva. What is the difference between the Rasha and the Sefer? The get should be uh, no good in both cases. Ravashi holds that even in the beginning of the Mishnah, you only have to do one day. Okay. And what does the Mishnah mean? That when it says according to Rashi, the beginning of the Mishnah, when it says two years, it really just means one day of the two years, and then the baby died. Even if you never fulfilled it, it's it's still a good get. You don't have to fulfill it tonight. So in the end of the Mishnah, where you actually stipulated two years and you weren't able to fulfill it, what's the difference? And the Gemara says Kasha. I mean, according to Rashi, the, 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 the Kasha is like this. According to Rashi, the beginning of the Mishnah, you, the beginning of the Mishnah, you didn't uh, you didn't stipulate it. So one second, one Beginning of the Mishnah, you did not stipulate in a certain amount of time, and therefore you really have two years just to fulfill one day. If the baby dies, that means you didn't actually fulfill that one day. It's still a good get, because you don't need to fulfill the stipulation. The end of the Mishnah, where you stipulated two years, and the baby dies, you also didn't fulfill the stipulation. So what's the difference? So why in the beginning of the Mishnah, it's again, and in the Mishnah, it's not again. In both cases, you didn't fulfill the stipulation, and the Gemara says kasha, and the Gemara does not answer that kasha on Ravashi.